If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Welcome to another episode of the Nintendo Powercast. Uh, uh. I forgot to hit all the right buttons before we got started, so uh, you know we're just uh, we're doing it live. We're doing it live. Uh, cheesy, what's going on? What's going on, cheese curds? <laughs> Crawler, what's happening? Hey, how's it going, Crawler? Coming at you, <laughs> Johnny. What's up? What's up? It's not even October yet, and you're doing the. <laughs> I know. I was spooky it was pre- voice. It was pre-spooky. <laughs> it was. I was just trying to get the little. Get you know, we're just starting early. We're start. We're we're starting early. So, uh, whoo! I'm so excited to talk with you guys. Uh, it feels like it's it's been forever. A whole week. It's been a week. We've, yeah, and I'm just I'm excited to be back here. Uh, of of course, guys, head on over to the Discord n64josh.com/slash/discord and uh, come talk some games with us and have a good time over there. And uh, before we jump too far into this cheesy, where can people connect with you? You can find me on TikTok, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, YouTube, Cheesy C64, C-H-E-E-Z-Y-C-64, and Communication Error Podcast. Crawler, how about you? Uh, best spots are Twitter and TikTok, Nightcrawler724, Nightcrawlers without the E. And Johnny. I'm uh, Johnny Ball everywhere, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and the Communication Error Podcast. And remember, guys, you can get ad-free episodes, and there's going to be some new exclusive episodes coming soon to the subscribers of the show on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So, you know, it's kind of been a relatively slow news week. What have you guys been playing? Like, have you have you been doing much much gaming? Fortnite. Have you been doing Ahsoka. much gaming? Ahsoka came to Fortnite. Yeah. Yeah, I've just been playing a lot of F099. Can't put it down. And now there's new courses. So, you know, the addiction continues. Are you going pro? I would like to. I've gotten first like four times, but I don't you know think you how. You go pro by going first four hey, times. I'm working on it. How long how, how long have you played this game? God, I don't want How many hours? Have you played this you about 50 now? Uh, I think I'm 60, but can we check our hours now? 
Is it like uh, has it been ten days? 10 it days? days? It might be ten has days. Been 10 days. I don't know. I'll let me Probably see. Probably has been. But yeah, it's a ridiculous amount, and uh, I find it to be really fun. But at the same time, I don't know what it is that I'm doing wrong because I most of the time get into like the top twenty five and get good. Yeah, get good. Just, yeah, that's literally the get good. Johnny, you can't talk. You don't even have one win. <laughs> I have multiple wins. I've been playing a ton of F zero ninety nine. Yeah. Actually, I've been practicing lying. I've been playing Lies of P. <laughs> you know what's kind of funny? It's, it's not a Nintendo game, so I apologize. But the more you lie in that game, the more you become human. And I think that's kind of depressing. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you lie to? Do you talk to a lot of people? I, I only played like so there's like, 30 minutes of it. Not huge spoilers, but the first thing you have to lie, you have to say that you're not a puppet. You have to say you're a human. Mm. so according to my switch i have played 50 hours or more of if you, if you go, i just went to records playtime is in your game if you go oh, there. okay i played seven you, and a half uh, hours you definitely got your money's worth out of it yeah <laughs> <laughs> what what are we charging now it's like two dollars or what are we paying two dollars a year or something like that no it's like it's well, like fifty dollars a year if you yeah. get the expansion pack. Yeah. So I've had I've had two total wins in the F zero ninety nine, but I've had a total of eleven wins in. No, sorry, that's team battle. Where's my actual? Oh, if I go to the tracks, that's nice that they tell you. I've had two wins in F zero ninety nine, and then the others were in a cup. I've had. So they just added. Well, they just added five tracks. Yeah. Yeah, I've had four on Mute City, two on Big Blue, two on Deathwind. So I've had, what, eight total? It's on your player. Yeah, how many hours have you played? Probably not 50. Seven and a half. (laughs) 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 Okay, so F099. Crawler, you said some Fortnite? Yeah. With uh, Ahsoka, and I'm almost, I think, level 90, so almost are, done with the battle pass. Are lightsabers back? Yep. Oh, okay. All right. And double force double jump and put force push. Okay. All right. I'm 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 here for it. My son wanted to play right after this, so I think I'm going to play a little bit with him. So. Uh, John, I'm hoping my boy playing? gets put in. I don't want to spoil Ahsoka, but I hope, hope we get a couple characters from Ahsoka. I'm hoping that Ahsoka only has one page of stuff to unlock. I hope they add a second page and we get Ahsoka the White and like a glider and some other stuff. But are you playing on Nintendo Switch? God, no. (laughs) It's downloaded on there, but I don't ever play on there. I play on PC or PlayStation. That might look worse than Mortal Kombat on Switch. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Uh, it depends on what's going on on my pc some like last night like i think steam was updating stuff in the background and like the first game or two before a lot of the uh textures and stuff have been rendered once or twice in the game it uh it looked like nintendo switch for a little bit flying into fortnite (laughs) see i I know we we talk about the nintendo switch 2 or whatever whatever's next a lot 
And I would love to just have one console that I don't have to keep switching back. Like, I don't want to have to play my Xbox for one certain game, play my Switch for another game. Like, let me just play all everything that I want on. Well, anymore, I do that because hard drive space is so limited. (laughs) I download one thing on on Xbox and then have the other thing on PlayStation or something like that. And because you got to move so much. I, I was clearing off space for Liza P and and I updated uh Rainbow Six Siege just to check out the sledge stuff that they added for Master Chief but you got to play the shell game with the hard drive space right now. Yeah, let's just have Microsoft buy Nintendo like they were talking about. <laughs> yeah, we didn't talk about that last week. We can they talk about consol- that. Like consolidate all the because like I'm thinking like I it's so annoying to have to turn on multiple consoles. Like I have to find the right controller every time. We can put it into such the, a pain. To the A B X Y location debate. <laughs> but I, I do I do wish I could play more third party games on the Switch because like I want to play in handheld mode. I don't want to play. I hate sitting down and playing games. You just I hate stand it. Up. Johnny, the more you complain, you the more these are not play. <laughs> big issues. These are just no, 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 no. All right. So <laughs> welcome handheld to the first mode is like podcast <laughs> with with Johnny's five switches. <laughs> but I hate just like sitting at my desk and playing a game. Yeah. Fl- f- push that camera over and let's see the let's see the lounging chair over there. Right. Oh yeah, well, I'll probably like fall off. I'm not gonna do it. But yeah, I got a, I got a whole setup to my right that has a nice recliner chair, has a nice. Well, I don't even. Pl- so I can I can have the Phillies on when they're in the playoffs, and then play my Switch. All right, brag a little bit. <laughs> but isn't that how you guys you like? Isn't that how people use handheld mode? Like they just have like the TV on in the background, yeah. and then you're sitting on the couch or a chair or something. Uh, at least that's the way they advertise the Wii U. There was a or baseball you, game going on, and the kid you, had to switch to the to the gamepad. Your significant other actually gets to have you in the same room. Yeah, <laughs> you know, she's watching something on Netflix, and I'm playing my Switch. Yeah, I don't know. You got well, five. Josh, switches, what are Johnny? you playing? What have you, you, you been have, playing? You have bathroom switches, Johnny. I do. So. I, have, I have a switch per bathroom. I'm like. The Russell Wilson of, ba- of bathrooms. <laughs> but with switches. Of, of with switches, yeah. I have more switches than I have bathrooms. Yep. He Again, doesn't have it as was many a, touchdowns as bathroom. As it's bathrooms. been a very slow news week. <laughs> <laughs> um, what have I been playing? Uh, Monster Hunter Now, which is the mobile Monster Hunter. It's still, the Pokemon Go Monster Hunter, right? Yeah. Uh, except I was... Like this weekend was an event where you could hunt Diablos. And I was like, my son and I were pretty excited. And I actually went and drove around to the different, cause you have to go to like the desert location to find the Diablos. And so I went to a few of them and, and I paintballed a few of them. Cause then you just take them back and then we can fight together. Like just sitting on the porch or whatever. And so I was like, I, I went and got eight of them. Come back. We couldn't beat one of them. They were too high leveled compared to what. And the amount of playing I would have had to have done of like going and like collecting so much stuff to try to level up. I was that like, sounds like a Monster Hunter game. It sounds perfect. 
it's just it might be a little too perfect like i was like it kind of sucked my will to keep going with it honestly i'm kind of like because it's it's you know how like pokemon go if you don't go to like a pokestop or you don't go to a gym you're kind of like you can play but you're not going to get as many like you you, you're not going to get many pokeballs and that kind of thing it's it's similar with this you need so many different materials and some of them only come from like like there's essentially like the pokestops where you have to go and then tap on the different and so it might be dinosaur bones one day and it might be crystals the other day and it might be plants the other day well when that ha- if you don't like i needed a i needed like eight earth crystals and i'm like i don't even know where these are going to come from and then my son looked at his phone he's like well if i do this mission i get four of them i didn't have that mission and so i'm kind of like i don't know I'm sure you could have found a way to use real money to get it. That's the other thing. No, you would think that would be the case, but their monetization strategy is for paintballs and to expand your, like, how big your area is when you're, like, walking around, and then you can buy potions, and that's that's pretty much it. Like, I was hoping, like, maybe you could get double XP or something if you bought, like, you know, like a one-time thing. So, uh, you know... Nothing, nothing like that, unfortunately. So I did fire up a little bit of Mario Kart last night before I went to bed, but it was it was short lived. I just wanted to start knocking out more of the Grand Prix, but I think I did like I jumped right into right into 200 CC and did like three races, and then I'm like my head was starting to dip. So I'm like, <laughs> ah, well, I tried, I tried. So I, I still have I still have the des- I don't know why. I think because I've been. Uh, into golf more this summer i've had the urge to play mario golf but Mm. i still don't ever take the time to to do it and i did play a little bit of smash crawler and i played a little bit of smash Mm -hmm. um but i think that was actually last week not this week so uh other than that yeah was that last week that's pretty much it i've i've done a little bit of halo but not not a lot of game time i i i'm still just doing a i'm just working too much right now but uh but it's good it's good. So I want to play more soon. Soon, I hope. I miss racing with everybody. That's one of the things I really miss. I miss, I miss the Mario Kart streams. So hopefully, set some time. Hopefully, soon, soon-ish, we'll get the final wave. Yeah, where are they putting all the? Where are they putting all the two characters? What are they gonna do? <laughs> Big question. Going to be surprised. Is Toadette gonna be also Peachette? You just swap between the characters, or is Peach gonna be Peachette? See, it's just weird because like they haven't done that for other Power Up characters. And are they leaving it open for more? More potentially? Are they gonna just? Yeah, they'll probably reveal this? Booster Course Pass Two. <laughs> Forty-eight more courses. Forty-eight more courses through twenty twenty-five. And you're not getting a new Switch or a new console within that time, so. No, fun. it's just going to become a live service game like Josh wants. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't mind it, except now that these uh, uh, these developers that have live service games are shutting down. Mm-hmm. We're not shutting down. They're, they're uh, well, getting fi- off. laying people off. Yeah. So I'm looking at the the 
headlines and stuff for everything. And it's like Epic Games, maker of Fortnite, lays off. Play, but like it's mostly the studio that does uh, um, Fall, Guys. Fall Guys, right? Yeah, Media Mediatronic or whatever. So, and did I, I I thought I saw something that Ubisoft was laying off people too, right? They are. I saw. I retweeted one of their uh, retweeted somebody that did get laid off that was looking for work. I think Activision might be as well. Well, there was like a Sega game that uh, that they just like ended today. Hyenas. Oh yeah, hyenas. They yeah, they didn't even, it didn't even come out. It was in like closed beta. Yeah, and they're like, all right, that's not going to happen anymore. Yeah. Wow. I I know we've talked about this before. I would be okay if we if not everybody in the space has to be Fortnite. You can't all be Fortnite. You can't we can't have I, I was surprised that this isn't on Switch as well, but I'm surprised that Ubisoft is greenlighting uh division three. Like how many people are really playing that? Like division they, two, I feel like lake- division two didn't do that well, did it? I don't know. I don't remember many people talking about it, but maybe it won't be a live service game. Maybe it'll just be a, a single player experience. They don't have it in them for their investors to not make it live service. <laughs> the The division was a pretty big, pretty big deal. Two. I mean, I remember division one, but division two. Two was yeah. It was still because a lot of it bled over into the Destiny community, and yeah. so I just uh, division didn't feel as fun because it just was like better stats on the same gun that you already had. It wasn't like unique gear that you were grinding for. Well, the hard part about that game is like this game is realistic. And then you're shooting somebody like 900 times and you're like, (laughs) usually one bullet is realistic, you know, but you know, that's cool. That's, that's, that's fine. I think, I think it's a, it's a conversation worth having though. In my mind, the 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 tides had turned towards live service games kind of being the the kind of like what what we were moving towards, right? But it also they you can't just throw like Rocket League does great, but like Fall Guys, I mean the writing was on the wall as far as I was concerned. Like that game like lost its luster for me and like a well, day. It, yeah, and it lived in the zeitgeist for a little bit. It it had a lot of streamers playing it. Um, it was getting a lot of eyes on it. That leads a lot of other people to go download and play it. It was a free-to-play game, which is helpful. It's also helpful that it's uh, like part of the Epic umbrella because they they know how to do that kind of thing with, with a free, with a free game, with a pass, with a season pass, with skins, with other stuff that doesn't hamstring you by making you have to buy it. Like, and you also, and then, I mean, you're, I guess you're a little upset when you pump money into it for skins and stuff and it closes, but a a good chunk of people, if they, they didn't buy anything and they're just getting a free experience out of it, then then there's no I mean it's just an experience that they don't get to have anymore after it's closed they didn't lose any money with it but it's interesting it wasn't always free like they bought true they bought that's true I bought it I think I bought it on PC and then it 
and then it became free after Epic bought it. Is it uh, Epic bought bought it like a year ago? A year, two years ago, maybe? and 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 Rocket League wasn't free either. It, Rocket League used to cost money. It was it, yeah, Epic Rocket League got it. its boost when it was a free game on uh, PlayStation, and that got a lot of people in the door. Didn't on it that. get it and start then, there? It started yeah. there, yeah. And then it then it was after it wasn't the free game of the month on PlayStation. It was on sale, I think, for like twenty bucks. I think I bought it physically um, for Switch. And Switch has a cool gimmick with the Mario cars, but they it's not visible to anybody else outside of the, your ecosystem. And it's Jean barely Capri. visible on the Switch. Sean Capri in the house. And I bought Rocket League on everything. I I think I have. I, I'm not sure if I bought it on everything, but I have it on everything. I think I have it because it's free now on Epic. So I have it on PC. I have it on Switch. I have it on Xbox and PlayStation. What yeah. was it that like made people stop caring about uh, Fall Guys? Because I, I think when it first came out, it was exciting, and we all were trying out these new courses and trying to get the crown right. But I do remember a lot of gamers being upset that people have figured out strats right away. And yeah, there's always going to be a strategy in a game, but it seemed like that took the fun out of it. Part of the fun was like being the randomness. Yeah, there was, was randomness silly. to it and, yeah. and it and it lost some of that. But people just stopped streaming it. That's why it died. Is that do you guys agree with that? Do you think that's the case? You think it's the big streamers that keep some of these games alive, and when they stop, the games stop? I think stream sniping contributes to player bases staying high. If a big streamer is there doing something, yeah, yeah. Um, what's a XQC or whatever that guy could stream Mario Kart and put like <laughs> all of a sudden that <laughs> directory is like 80,000 people. You're like, what? Who is playing Mario Kart right now? Like, I think Shroud was playing, uh, Disney racing today or like the really? other day, they had like 25,000 viewers. But I mean, you look at like Counter-Strike just relaunched to Counter-Strike 2 and and that has a lot of the big names playing it. And that's a free to play game that has skins and gambling in it pretty much by just paying money to roll the dice on a knife or gun skins or whatever. And that has a lot of people playing it right now. Uh, I mean, streamers definitely influencers are, are a big part of what keeps certain things alive. I think. Yeah. But how sucky for the developers, because at that moment they think, Oh, this is our game. This is the next big thing. And we need to put more and more into it. And then they stop streaming and all of that hard work goes for nothing. What happened with Splitgate? Like Splitgate blew up for, you know, a couple weeks, then oh, everybody the stopped playing Halo. it. It was the yeah, lead, lead up, up to Halo. Halo. Everybody stopped playing it, and they shut it down. But they well, did get their didn't money. They, say they, they got were money. working on Splitgate Two as well. No, they're like, working on something else. I don't think it's Splitgate okay. Two, but they're working on something else. But they got their money. Like Mediatronic got yeah. got paid. Well, and guess what? Splitgate had been around a long time before it got that big Halo pre-Halo boost. Like I had played that a while ago, but and it it has evolved. Splitgate got money. Like they got. I'm yeah, they got sure. like ten million dollars or something. They got they got VC funding. I believe so. Yeah, that's I mean, that's crazy. But if, so my question is: Is then what if if we kind of are in agreement that it seemed like the 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 tides were shifting towards uh like the free to play games as a service model, where it's like you know the the 
the way games, uh, you know, through the years, NES, Super Nintendo, before the internet, it was you buy your game, that was it, right? And right. then you got to the Xbox, and there was they started DLC, and then for summer. Well, then, yeah, and then the 360, of course, and the PlayStation 3 and uh, the, the the 3DS for Nintendo. Well, and Summer of Arcade, um, <laughs> Summer of Arcade changed kind of how we got our games and how we can started consuming them as well. But the model of like buy a game, buy DLC, we still see it, but like, I don't know. I feel like it had like you still have people always complaining about that. And then you have people complaining about games as a service. And it's like Fortnite has not slowed down. Mm-hmm. You know, I be don't more think... like be more like Capcom. They, they didn't they just launch like a ten hour like experience on top of Resident Evil Four for like ten bucks. Like be more like that. More experiences that are bang for your buck that expands on something that isn't reliant on servers having to stay online as well. But when it comes to like Nintendo, let's say with Mario Kart, would it go the way of Fall Guys, or could they? Is that a does that have enough brand equity? If they did it correctly, could it? You know, let's say they take the Splatoon model to some to some extent. They got to be careful with that. But add it to add it to Mario Kart, where there's like special cups every quarter or something, where you know maybe we all choose teams, like. And and we race for those teams. Like, does that? I, I think even in a small way, what they're doing with F zero ninety nine and this rotating ticket system, where it's it, if you play the game for two hours, you're gonna see everything cycle through. Mm. And if you don't want to do that, you just hop into the default ninety nine race. And then there's some in that slot that don't doesn't require ticket. It's the it's the expert courses. And then there's some that require just one ticket. It's a mini, mini pre. And then there's the Grand Prix that comes through every, I think over the weekend, it's going to be every half hour. I think normally it's every hour or every two hours or something like that. And it, it doesn't divide a player base. It, it incentivizes you to keep playing. Otherwise it incentivizes you to log in daily because you get another ticket each day that you log in. And it keep like and and it's not even that hard for us to queue up with each other across the country like we just time at countdown and there's got to be more than 5000 6000 people playing this game at one time and we're still able to kind of get into the same game by just queuing at the same time there there could be more features that come to this but i think they got to be careful with a splatoon style they they got to pick and choose what they what they have because i think the the rotation every two hours on a Splatoon map, every only two maps gets old quick on yeah. some stuff. But so I'm, uh, I'm going to do the whole Twitch viewership thing right now. I'm looking at the Twitch viewership right now. Doesn't uh, matter. F- that doesn't it matter. does matter. It, it does doesn't matter. matter. Oh. It does matter. It I does. I knew it was coming down so, to this. Uh, <laughs> but here, here's the thing, right? So you're going to, uh, you're going to like this. F zero 99 has 17,000 viewers on Twitch right now. It's like, top and that's two and that's 20? two weeks old now right well yeah, but okay it's but because of new, it's because of new content right mario kart 8 deluxe has 600 viewers right now so like if you if that's you inject that with content every few weeks like you're gonna you're gonna get people seeing it 
They might it might not matter for their sales numbers, but like there's not no Nintendo game is being watched. I okay, but I think the bigger issue is like they don't know like these companies don't know who their fan base is, right? Like Nintendo is different because Nintendo has their set IP and they know that that is their fan base. But like something like Fall Guys, who is that for? Nintendo players. Okay. So I want to hit a few of the chats, but I have a question that 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 we're going to talk about this and where what happens to Nintendo in 20 years. So we'll 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 we'll, we'll circle back. Okay. So Cryptic says something changed because of the 360. We would play Halo for years and Call of Duty and then they would only release map, you know, map map packs every 4 months. And that's true. That's how we played our games. There also wasn't it was like everybody was kind of playing the same things unless Unless you were, uh, unless you were on PC, right? Mm. <laughs> Crawler's going crazy <laughs> with production right now. Um, there, there it is, six hundred forty-six. Yeah, that's high for Mario Kart. There's a lot of times that I can stream Mario Kart with twenty viewers and be the top, be the top streamer. A lot of times, it, the cha- that channel is usually like pretty dead. So you might say it doesn't matter, but it does. Fortnite is one of the most profitable games ever, and it consistently is super profitable because it's a live service now i know mario kart 8 deluxe sold 50 million units and that's super profitable but it's still probably not as profitable as fortnite well fortnite is 20 dollars a skin i mean yeah i know that's what i'm saying there's they're keeping it in the front of everybody's mind it's been like that for, for four years if nintendo would do that they would they would make bank Especially with Mario Kart. Yeah, with Mario Kart. <laughs> I don't know if they would. I, I mean, we've we've talked about it before. People I, do not yeah. view Nintendo as like a all gamer experience. And right? I like I it, didn't like how it felt seeing well, well, they first off made it pay to win within based on the skin that you had in Mario Kart Tour. So that that was their first problem with all those skins. But they were absurdly expensive for a for a um, for a mobile game like per skin, and it was the the statistics on pulling what you wanted to pull was super low at the beginning. I don't know if it changed at all. But but isn't that isn't that isn't tour going offline as well? Yeah, in October. Mm-hmm. Well, they're just not updating it anymore. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Will they still let you spend money in it? Of course. <laughs> of course they will. <laughs> I think they're just going to recycle content, you know, because who knows? Maybe they're doing a sequel. I don't know if it was profitable enough for them to do that. I don't know what the what the reasoning is. But but think about it. They already technically made Deluxe and Tour work together to a certain extent. Maybe that's part of their move for the next the next game. Maybe that's why Tour's not getting any more updates because the next game is going to incorporate more. And I mean, would that bother me? Not necessarily. If I could, if I could be working on a, like a battle pass or something on mobile that, that worked with, worked with the switch stuff. I, yeah. I mean, well, I, the new iPhone 15 will play what resident evil. Resident evil four. Yeah. Oh, really? That's crazy. Yeah. That's wild. Um, 
you know, uh, Brian has a uh, Brian has a good a good point here. He says gaming has always been niche. It has its golden it's um it had its golden age and now it's in its decline. It's been bloated and now is returning to some normalcy. We will lose a ton of devs, but the ones that want to stick around will still be here. Um, and the profit seekers will move to the next big thing. I mean, is it in decline? Isn't it like the highest grossing entertainment right now? Like over movies and TV? Yeah, movies had their decline due to world events and have started coming back. Video games blossomed because of that circumstance, I think, and the the rise of digital distribution and all that kind of stuff. I don't know. We're getting back into where games games cost what eighty ninety bucks in the nineties to buy, and we're getting oh, back up in that. Didn't uh Cap- higher didn't Capcom just come out and say something, or somebody said games are too cheap right now. <laughs> they should be, uh, you know, they cost 10 times more than they had or a hundred times more than they have in the past. And well, people are gun shy about buying a game because it's not a guarantee that the game that you're buying is going to stick around. Second of all, you're buying it digitally. And is it going to be available for you to download and play later as well? Because games have gotten delisted and then you can't download them again. So take us out of the equation. What happens to Nintendo? Right now, they're yeah. they're growing. If 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 our generation wasn't introducing like if they didn't have the 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 pull the nostalgia pull. The nostalgia pull. Would they do we do we think a lot of their stuff would be on the chopping block? Because they've been able to I mean, they've got us buying games we don't even play. Right? That's Please, how, Kirby, that's, just get rid of Kirby. Please. <laughs> I'm so sick of Kirby. We got like 10 Kirby's in the last two months. Yeah, we got one today, didn't we? We got one today. But I I think kids enjoy the introduction to video games. Like it's still a good introduction. Let me finish my thought with this because it'll, it'll make sense. My kids are not buying anything. Nintendo, my boys, they're buying nothing. Nintendo. Your boys are adults now. Yeah. How old are they though? What are we? I know, I know, I know, but they're like, they're like, (laughs) no, okay. But they're like college age, right? They're like twenties. When I was in my twenties, I wasn't buying Nintendo stuff. Okay. I thought that was lame. I was. And Kitty. I was too. Um, but they, I mean, my son is playing some like ghost game. And quick shout out to Conrad Stevenson Paranormal PI uh, launched today on, on PC made by one developer. Go check it out on Steam, guys. It's, uh, it's, it's good. There's a link in my bio on all my socials if you, uh, if you don't want to have to type all that in. Um, but, but he's playing my... my my oldest basically played Call of Duty and Fortnite. That was basically it. And then um, the the younger one is Destiny. Uh, you know, they'll play Valorant together sometimes, maybe. Um, you know, Counter-Strike 2 is out now, I guess. I think he's done uh, some of that. 
and he plays like for single player he plays some ghost like like phasmophobia kind of stuff like there's another ghost game that's that's out and pretty popular right now um but it's also a more i think it's a little bit more of a games as a service game but it's not quite as i guess i could use the term predatory if that's the if that's the way, or as aggressive right like they're they're putting out dlcs and stuff but it's like it's more like an indie indie team working on it from so he thinks gaming is stale right now he's one of those people like oh man gaming is stale we only got Fortnite and call of duty and well, counter-strike and, and but that's kind of my point like what happens to the generations coming like you know we've followed gaming all the way through but they started with like the 360 you know their console christmas was an xbox one yeah are right? they are they excited at all for mario platforming to come back or no no no, okay. not even not even on the only Nintendo game I could get my son to play would be a little bit of Smash periodically and uh and uh Monster Hunter. And that's that's pretty much it. Now, will we sit down and pull out all you know a bunch of switches and all play Mario Kart? Sure, periodically, and is everybody laughing and having a good time and you know, yes, like but they you know, my son sold his the one that had it sold a switch to like probably pay a bill or something like that when he moved out on his own. Johnny's and got four more for get him. college books. That's yeah, what I did. Yeah. That's all my game. You, you have collection. like eight more for him at your house somewhere. Yeah, so. yeah that's true. That's true. So well, I mean, I, I understand what you're saying, but like when they were kids, I'm assuming you, you played like younger when they were younger, you played so my Nintendo son, games, my youngest or my oldest. I started him on, on Halo. He was like three years so you old. Mess, it's your fault. Yeah, shame it, when on Nintendo you. fails, it's your <laughs> That's fault. What it <laughs> I mean, but for real, he was like at three years old. He's like, mom, there's a spider. I need guns and grenades. She's like, okay, <laughs> you need to stop playing. Uh, you know, the other thing he would do is he was, all, he, we would tell him, don't shoot your team. Because if you shoot the Marines, they would start swearing at him. And he's like three years old and they're I'm like, you can't. Yeah, I mean, and, I but mean, honestly, one of the most fun times with them is I we got in Halo One. I got in a warthog with overshields on, and both boys got in tanks, and they would shoot me and send me flying across Blood Gulch, and then the other one would go and they'd shoot me and send me flying back, and they would laugh. And I mean, it was it was like a very fond memory to look to look back on. Um, you know, I mean, my son, I got him a DS, the younger one. And like he started crying one Christmas, he was so excited to get uh to get his to get his DS, and he you know he like flip. But see, when you ask them about their favorite memories about the DS, they're gonna tell you flip notes. Like talk mm. to like the TikTok generation about what they did a lot on their DS, and they're gonna tell you like the 3DS. They're gonna tell you about flip notes. How many times did any of us touch flip notes? How many of you what are hearing about flip, flip notes? notes for the first time? <laughs> <laughs> right there. Yeah, it was essentially this little, like, you could draw, like, animate cartoons and have, like, it was kind of like a cartoon YouTube hmm. that I guarantee they saw stuff that, like, if I had found out they were watching, I would not have been happy about, right? <laughs> like, but this Bring was... Bring back Is their generation yeah, Snapchat? It, well, I mean, it was... Pr yeah, it was, like, look, look up old flip notes and you'd be like, what in the world? But... You know, they would like take it was like a it was almost like a TikTok kind of thing where they would take like, you know, 15 seconds of a song and then make some animation with it. And they loved it. But then give them a game like Five Nights at Freddy's. I'm like, what is this? I, I don't understand the, like, the draw of that I, at all. They had that, a huge big booth at, at PAX. It, it has a movie coming out. And yeah. I I look at this game and I'm like, 
how is this fun? Like literally animatronics are like, boo. I'm like, yeah, go play Resident <laughs> Evil. Like what? Like, how is this? But the you music talk, scares me in Resident Evil. I mean, <laughs> you, you talk to that, you talk to that generation and they're like, that's, that's their, it's almost like they're Mario at times. Right. And my, I mean, my kids had access to all like, you know, when they were super young on top of like having an Xbox or whatever, but they would play like Godzilla like and they would you know my the, i remember the older one would always do the same move against the younger one and then make him make him upset right just the full-on big brother move right but uh, uh it, it's just they're not going out and buying like a, a 70 dollars game like maybe maybe monster hunter but they're typically buying like dlcs uh, my oldest son played all of the free stuff fortnite didn't buy skins didn't buy battle pass did not care it was all about it was all about competition. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, price line. And that that was it. Now he's like burned out on gaming and he's like finally got he took like a couple month break and he's finally gone and played a little bit of Fortnite and stuff and he's having like he could coach. He's so good at that game. He could literally coach probably professionally. He's unbelievable. But it they're not they're not, you know, they don't care about Mario Wonder. They're they're not thinking about Super Mario RPG. That's not even not even a blip on the radar. Like, I don't even know that they've ever played an RPG. Now that's definitely my kids, right? I get that, but <laughs> well, and you set them up to fail with that, with starting <laughs> starting with Halo. Yeah, I going mean, back to what you said. I mean, I, I think you know Nintendo has always had competitors that were more mature, right? Like maybe not in the not in the NES days or the SNES days, but PlayStation One was more mature. Yeah, Xbox was more mature. I would argue that Sega was more mature. I mean, that was like their whole brand with Nintendo. Yeah, but they sucked. So Sega do what Nintendo don't. Well, that 50% market share would say otherwise. So, (laughs) But yeah, I mean, I think Nintendo will always, you know, they'll be around, but they're, they're marketing to kids. Like that's their. And on on Mario's 50th anniversary, when we're on our deathbeds, Okay, maybe 60th anniversary. Yeah, why are you always like assuming that we're just gonna be dead quicker <laughs> 50? than wait? Yeah. Well, 50 is 15 years from now. I don't know it's if I'll make that quicker far. for Josh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I, wish, I mean, I wish it was they're not gonna care about people, don't care about or kids like you know, we're the ones that care about Super Mario Bros. 35th or any of those anniversaries. Yeah. I mean, they'll say it's cool, right? Like they'll be like, Oh, cool. Like, but they're not, they're not spending money on it. My son has like a Vans shirt with Mario on it that I was so pissed that it was like a thrift store and it fit him and not me, you know? And he still, I think he just likes to wear it out of spite at this point. He's just like, it fits me and not you, you know, the Mario movie did really well. But I wonder what a sequel will do. Like, I wonder if it will come anywhere near. Well, we're getting Yoshi, so. 
it'll be good. It. I also don't want to like speak about this like it's in a complete vacuum either, right? Because there are a lot of kids that the during that generation, the Wii was the only console they had. So you can talk to like who's Kyle, right? And he'd be like, "Yo, like the Mario, like he's a huge Nintendo fan because the Wii was his first console, and he he." He loves that. He loves the, the so many of those, so many of the kids on TikTok. You ask them what the best Mario Kart is. They'll tell you Mario Kart Wii. That's and they're the wrong. It's the worst, <laughs> the worst one. one. <laughs> it's, it's down low on my list for sure. But they like, they look at it with the most rose tinted glasses and just love it. They sat there with their Wiimote turning mm-hmm. it side to side. I got the stupid wheels over there somewhere. Oh, but yeah. Yeah. They don't care about the rubber banding. Nope. No, but, but again, Looking back at my son, at one point, he held the, the fastest time on one of those Mario Kart tracks because he figured out the glitch, right? Like, but it was short-lived. He's like, ah, I'm going back to Call of Duty. So our Mario Kart Wii was Mario Kart 64. I mean, I know Brian agrees with that for sure. <laughs> like, it it's, Yeah. It's just an interesting time in gaming because it's not, I think gamers, it it felt like the majority of the gamers were relatively united as far as you were, you were the console gamers were, were console gamers. And then, and then you had PC, right? And the PC was, was it to me, because I was always on the console, the PC stuff seemed more like a little bit of an outlier or whatever, Mm -hmm. but that, that was just where I was in like in life. Right. So the, but now it seems like it's less about like console or PC and more about like, are you into games as a service? Are you into single player games? Are you like, where do you, where do you land and where do you spend your money? And there's, there's, there's so many options now that like, maybe that's, I mean, I hate seeing people lose their jobs, but it's probably the healthiest thing for gaming. If, you know, prune the tree a little bit. If if we if we can prune prune things out a little bit, like I I don't like it, but so like your your original question with this was where do you think Nintendo would be without our age demographic? I think they would have far less titles. We wouldn't see Mario RPG. We wouldn't see. Um, I'm trying to think what else has come out this year that was... We wouldn't see uh, Metroid Prime Remaster. We wouldn't see some of those games that are GameCube and and Wii Remaster kind of games. The The biggest clamoring that you hear about before a, before a direct besides Silksong is Wind Waker and Twilight Princess HD. And I I don't think that the younger kids are looking for that. Uh, My my three are excited for Mario Wonder. Uh, My younger two play uh, uh, Mario 3D World quite a bit. They they struggle with what they're doing, but they enjoy playing it together. Uh, William still enjoys playing Splatoon by himself. He plays... He hasn't gotten back into uh, Tears of the Kingdom that much, but he plays... Almost everything on 
Switch except for Fortnite, and he's playing on my old PS4. Um, so, I mean, they have the advantage of my extensive game library to pull from. So that's different than, I guess, a random other six, seven, eight, ten-year-old that is asking for stuff for parents from parents that don't necessarily buy everything that Nintendo makes or whatever. But I think they would. It would almost be better for all these companies if they just made three or four things and they focused and made them really well and then they wouldn't get turned off and they wouldn't and and find a way to prolong the life of it but that doesn't benefit the investors it's all it's not for us anymore it's 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 somewhat catered to us but it's it's with an end goal to feed the bottom line to make the investors happy I wonder about that somewhat about the generations where the game like the GameCube is not going to have nearly nearly amount like right now Nintendo is kind of in a like like in a renaissance, you know, like for for them where like there's the I mean, you can't walk into Target without seeing Mario t-shirts, right? Where like I can think about times during like the GameCube era, and, like you couldn't even like you'd have to go to GameStop or something to get to get Mario clothes. Like it wasn't, it it wasn't, it wasn't nearly as much out there as it as it is now, you know. And and I mean with you know with them having a movie and even think when we were kids, Mario TV shows, Mario cartoons, like it was. It was Mario everything. We, Carl and I just walked through the, the Nintendo Power Museum, right? Like that they had it had it packs, and it was like, it was crazy the amount of subscriptions they had for Nintendo Power and all the and all that kind of stuff. But, but, but now, it's, uh, it I, I I think like much like the younger younger uh, generation right now is loving is is loving mario again i think i think i think nintendo's gonna do well for for quite a while but when i just think about like like my kids and what what they're playing and i mean we could probably look at our our you know i i know crawler when you were in college you played a ton of halo 2 Mm -hmm. probably more so than you played than you played your gamecube right and I, i didn't have a gamecube and and yeah and halo came out my freshman year of college november 2004 was in the dorms and the lead up to that we were playing that was uh it was a whole new world opened up to to you with with an xbox and a land cable on a shared network in a 12-story dorm that there was always a halo ce game that you could go find just by the land cable and that was pre xbox Live. well xbox live was around but halo wasn't supported by that and so Xbox connect is that you said? <laughs> well, no, but like being on a land network in a college dorm, oh, there yeah, was just yeah, yeah. that many, yeah, yeah, that yeah, was yeah. just that many Xboxes connected. And that's how some friendships started, like good rivalries and that kind of stuff. But then that folded over to when November, when Halo came out and everyone, if you didn't have one, everyone got an Xbox live subscription 
and then the rest of the world became available to play games with like that was just a, a change cheesy wh- where are you at on all this because like you what was your first console your first nintendo console uh well it's hard hard to think about because like my grandma had an nes and my aunt had a super nes but like the first one that i owned i guess was an n64 but i also had a game boy pocket when i was younger um so yeah this whole conversation is really it honestly kind of depresses me just because like i know people say that nintendo adults are just disney adults and maybe that's disney adults yeah (laughs) i like disney too all right i'll I'll own it yeah but like for me that is the joy and wonderment that you had when you were a kid and like maybe that is a reason we still love it that's a reason why i still love it another reason i am uh, uh that i mostly play nintendo games is because i wasn't allowed to play these games that kids are now playing today so like in a way and i'm not gonna like just target the whole issue on this but it's like a parenting issue it depends on like what you want your kids to play and if they want to play games that are uh teen that's their choice right that's the parents choice if they want the kids to play that i wasn't allowed to like i I, joke that my first grand theft auto games was spider-man 2 for the gamecube yeah i feel kind of weird yelling at my 10 year old shoot him with a gun stop using a lightsaber switch guns change guns shoot <laughs> like that's what i'm yelling at him as he's sitting let him use a lightsaber four, four feet away from me <laughs> but like, like that's also <laughs> the difference right is like we haven't even talked about the players in japan like they're going to keep nintendo alive because that is what they gravitate towards they watch anime like it's it's perfectly normal and like it, it's you know, but like you said, it's not perfectly normal to watch <laughs> no, anime. Because no, that's, that's exactly what that sounded like. At Cheesy no. C64. <laughs> at Cheesy C64, it is not normal to watch anime. That is not what I'm saying. <laughs> what I'm saying is that America <laughs> would think that that's America. childish. Yeah, exactly. Well, actually, like, actually, like, we... uh, so my partner is a high school librarian, and they love manga. They love manga. Mm-hmm. And they actually have there. There is a Smash Club. They have there is a Smash Bros. Club. So there are kids that play Nintendo games. And yeah, I mean, we were you know we were the weirdos in high school, like in yeah. Nintendo. Yeah, it's a little more. I think accepted it's still now. still the same. It's a little more accepted now. Yeah, but you when for when I was in high school, the new game was Goldeneye. Everybody was clamoring to play that. That was, you know, Gosh, that's what. That's what. I, wow. Thanks. <laughs> but then, then, you, then you have like stories like the Van Gogh Museum yep. with Pokemon, and you're like, okay, Nintendo's never going away because they're or, they're still causing riots for Pokemon cards. Or Santa Cruz. This last two weeks, I, I, I've thought about going to trying to go to a skate shop and buy a, a Pokemon skateboard. But are those blind packs? Yeah, they're blind packs. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, think about uh, the Seattle Aquarium and how that's going to be with the Animal Crossing. Yep. Mm-hmm. But see, again, like Animal Cross, like look at what the Switch and Nintendo did during the pandemic, right? right? Like that was, that's what kept everybody going was Animal Crossing. You know, like it was, it was a 
talk about lightning in a bottle. But and well, there's like a whole genre of creators for cozy games. Yeah. Yep. Like they could hone in on that on that uh you know area with Animal Crossing and then they could you know they have some other games that could be considered cozy. But but Nintendo could honestly do Mario Kart and Animal Crossing as games as a service and probably do very well. If they we we know both the mobile games did decent and if they were actual games not just, you know, time wasters but but actual <laughs> like because again, thinking about a battle pass with like, I think it could probably be something similar to like what Rocket League has, where you're, you know, if if I was unlocking more things by just racing, that would be awesome. Like, you do. And don't make it as you, grindy you, you as you did Splatoon. for a time. You've just played seven hundred hours in that game. You've unlocked oh. everything. <laughs> yeah, but there's not a ton to unlock. Like once you unlock everything, yeah, I mean, you're there, done. There's a gold. There's a gold thing for what ten thousand coins or whatever. And then yeah, yeah. The the grindiest stuff is the gold stuff, and one is doing time trials, which not a lot of people do. the The other is collect ten thousand coins, and I forget what what the last it's thing a, is. It's a one star on uh, all cups. Oh, okay. and there's also. I think you have to get which everybody should have gold Mario then if if that's all it is. I think it's one star on 200 CC for that. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, well, then maybe not. It that, is. That... Yeah, it is the so cheesy to go back on what you were saying a little bit like um, because like I've I've actually never heard that that uh, Nintendo adults are just Disney adults like I'd never heard. Oh, really? Have you read any, any comments? <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't actually read any of my comments. That's like, probably the healthy way to do it, honestly. <laughs> so, but what I, I read, what do you think few, now that like, you've heard that? Well, so it's it's interesting because you know talking with people that like love Disney, mm-hmm. right, and that similar to, uh. Similar to those people that love, I think they, I, th- there's going to be different reasons, right? But I think some of those reasons is, is Disney is a safe place for them, right? When they watched a Disney movie or went to Disneyland or whatever the case is, they were allowed to feel safe. Hmm. And it dawned on me this week, cause I'm getting ready to do a, like a countdown for wonder where I, I take a look at all the different games through, um, th- all the different 2d Mario games and maybe all the Mario games in general, but it dawned on me that Mario was a safe place for me as a kid. It was like the only time I didn't have to worry about being rejected. Like I didn't have to worry about not fitting in because as I, as long as your just, mom didn't get the, uh, the, I, well, I only had 45 minutes a day. Well, no, as long as your no, mom didn't see the in- instruction manual and read about the dark magic. The- yeah. The black magic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like, but it really, I'm like, because I'm like, why do I still, you know, I've got Mario tattooed on my body. You know, it's like a, it's a, it's a freaking brand, you know, but like, and even like, you know, the majority of my shirts and everything, I'm like, what, what is, what is, and I, I think it really boils down to like, it's, it's probably the safest I felt as a kid. I did not have a bad upbringing. Like I wasn't like I was in a, like in a bad home or anything along those lines, but like, I think we all needed those moments where we could like just it felt like I could just be me, 
Yeah. You know, I would I would listen to my dad be like, "Why are you playing?" This? Like he would play sports games with me, but he didn't like Mario. Just wasn't his thing. And he was like, "Why do you want to play this over and over again?" And I'm like, "I don't know. I like to jump on turtles and rescue the princess, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> like you know, whatever the case is. Like I just that was it was it was like my happy place, right? And so, but I like kind of like what we were talking about. And as you brought it up, I'm wondering like for these younger generations, like. You know, five nights at Freddy's for them might be like what their like their t- their place to escape was. Yeah, you know. And even though like I am not a spooky person, I I played Five Nights at Freddy's in college because somebody was like, "You got to play this," and uh, I did not like it. I was very scared. Uh, but <laughs> I I do understand why people like it because there's lore to it, and if you like world building. You're gonna you're sitting, in a, you're sitting in a security office. No, trying to, trying no, there's, to stop these it, animatronics from getting to you. There's so much lore, and I mean, crawler. I think you know it happened in Colorado. Like the real story of Five Nights at Freddy's happened at a Chuck E. Cheese in Colorado. Oh, I no, I didn't know that. Yeah. So there is some lore to it, and the more games that they put out, the more they can follow it. That's why people are really excited for the movie because. There's not just going to be one movie. There's going to be several that are going to introduce these characters that they're waiting to see, right? But I think it's also just like we didn't have an iPad that was in our face, right? We had a Game Boy that we could like play on. That but you those, waited for the streetlights. If we were lucky. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> but those were uh, games that were made by a friendly, uh, a family friendly company. Now you have these apps and, and YouTube videos and like, it goes on a whole deeper level, but like, we don't know what these kids are consuming. And I, I, I do think a little bit is they're desensitized and I'm not trying to go on a whole rant of, of the way the kids are and the way that they should be. I just, that's not how I grew up. Of course, their experience is going to be different, but that is going to change the way that they consume certain media. Yeah, no question. No question. It's it, as you were talking about five nights at Freddy's, I have vivid memories of my kids all sitting around an iPad together, like jumping and screaming as something happened on five nights at Freddy's. Yeah. Right. Like, that was, I remember one day out of the blue, my aunt was like, hey, I bought your kids an iPad mini. I was like, okay, I haven't even talked to you in forever, but all right. And so, you know, but they, they played that thing like crazy. And I'm like, do you guys want a controller? Like, do you want, you know, yeah. do, do you want to now? You could get all of the Five Nights at Freddy's on Switch. Can you really? Yeah, I think huh. all of them. But like, uh, I don't know if you guys ever play Bendy and the Ink Machine. That's kind of a cartoony horror game, but that also has lore behind it. Okay. And I don't know. It's like these quick jump Rooster scares. Teeth game, yeah. What is it? Rooster Teeth game. I don't think so. It's by the Meatly. Okay. Yeah. I thought um, Rooster Teeth was tied to it in some way, but I could be mistaken. No, maybe they did some videos on it though. Was it? Was it a physical release? Yeah. 
Okay, because I have the I have the game. I just don't think I ever opened it. It came out on Steam first, and then okay, I got pushed to Switch later. But I also know that I'm just the minority because like I don't have Xbox, I don't have a PlayStation, and I there is no correlation when it comes to video games create violence. Like there's just there's no correlation to that. But for me to play a game like Call of Duty or something like that doesn't feel good to me to control a character that is creating harm on like what is supposed to look like real people. So yeah, Nintendo is a a safe space for me because it's colorful. It's these worlds that I would never be able to go to. They are these um, unrealistic enemies that I will only get to see in a Nintendo game. And it's creative. It's not, I mean, you follow follow Mario's lead and get some mushrooms. You can go. <laughs> <laughs> also, have you like seen the lore of Nintendo games? No, I know. They're super I'm just, dark. I know. I'm like one of the big people that is always talking about that Nintendo isn't for babies because the lore is dark. But it it doesn't make me feel like I'm gonna go out into the world. Like I'm not gonna leave my door and experience what is possibly on these games. And I'm not saying that these dark, gritty games, not all of them are bad, like they're masterpieces, right? Um, But I just, and I know that that's a me issue. So I I, I don't know. Brian brought up an interesting stat note, and he said, look it up. It says the place, the year the PlayStation came out in the US, crime actually dropped across the nation. He's And he says, look it up. So, that's that's interesting. Uh, but even Nate, Nate is saying, you know, cheesy might be onto something. My mom used to tell me garbage in, garbage out. Yeah, like, I, I believe in that. Great. So Call of Duty is the reason I'm the way I am. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I do think. Uh, I mean, I, yeah, I don't think there's any correlation between violence and video games, but no. I honestly think it's a, a de-stressor. Um, I've, I've played violent video games my entire life. I remember when I got Resident Evil on GameCube, my mom was like, as long as you know this isn't real. Mm. I'm like, I know, Mom. Yeah. I, know. I wrote papers about it in high school. About how violence wasn't correlated to video games. What grade did you get on them? I don't remember. But I do think we are desensitized, just the media in general, like with movies, TV, new, like there's just so much crazy stuff happening that. Yeah. Yo. My son in second grade was drawing Nazi zombies from Call of Duty in all of his <laughs> like in all, like his school projects. Like that's what you know, he just and I'm like he brings us home and I'm like what? Did he have swastikas on stuff? Yes. <laughs> Did you get called like, into the teacher's office? No, cuz they knew it was from the game, but like <laughs> even still just like you know, for him, that was just, that was like, I, I just play, I love, I love killing zombies, you know, like in, in Germany, like that's, that was just that, like, it was like, oh boy, what is, what have I done? What have I done? Like, so, you know, I probably shouldn't have been allowed to have children, but here we are. <laughs> <laughs> He's a good kid. He's a good kid. I love these conversations every week because we had like a whole slew of other smaller things. Yeah, what, we are we ever going to get to the news? 
<laughs> this is a news podcast. No, this is a discussion podcast. <laughs> we, yeah, we just we just discussed tonight. I so. do have to. Uh, Brian says Dark Souls is definitely not a distressor. I have to disagree. I play Dark Souls and Souls like games at the most stressful times of the year for me. Like I'm playing Liza P right now. It's a busy season, and it's calming me down. I love it. I'm here for it. I, I enjoy this, like, kind of this, because it's, it's not black and white. There's no, there's no cut or dry answer. Like, every, everybody's going to have, like, listening to Cheesy talk about his experience with Nintendo growing up, it's because that's literally what his family had surrounded him with, mm-hmm. right? Like, that's, you know, and so it's, it's just interesting. But, and, and I'm also thinking about, like, my nieces and nephews and some of the, and like they cannot like they see Uncle Josh and they're like, we want to play Mario. We want to play, you know, we want to. But then I introduced my nephew to Halo, and he, and then him and his father ended up playing through all the Halos together. And he's in like second or third grade, but he, I mean, he he loved it. He thought, you know, until we had to play, he until he had to play against me. He didn't love it so much then, but um, <laughs> teachable <laughs> lesson. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You gotta learn, kid. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta earn it. So, it. Uh, I, I don't know. It's just it's 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 kind of, and the whole Disney Nintendo fans are just Disney adults. I I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It makes you think comments. about it differently, right? I, I mean, I, I I get it. I, I can I, see I, it a little bit. Yeah. I, I, so I, we I went it. to Disney last year, and we uh, we went all out in star Wars world in the uh, galaxy's edge. And we like dressed up as characters in star Wars. Like you can't dress as a, an actual person, but like I wore, I dressed like a Jedi and, and she dressed as like a, a rebel. So yeah, I'm definitely a Disney adult too. It's yeah. fine. Like I'm old enough to not care what other people think. Yeah. Well, and now Nintendo has a theme park, so it's yeah. just getting a little bit closer that comparison i will be interested to see how they transition off of the switch because they could it could be bad if they mess it up i think they're being very careful about it it i mean it's a whole nother conversation we can get into another time but i think marketing has a huge thing to do with why all of us are still so into pop culture and our parents are really not like my, my dad, you know, I could probably maybe give him a GI Joe or something that he might've had as a kid. And he'd be like, Oh, that was kind of cool. I had that, you know, but look at all me, of our rooms. You hand me a Ninja <laughs> turtle and I'm like, or a, you know, an Optimus prime. And I'm like, Oh, like this was my youth. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm all about it. I see just walking through target yesterday, seeing the Cowabunga collection in the switch aisle. I'm like, Oh, I love seeing the turtle. Like there's just something up. There's just, again, it's those moments of safety. When I played with my turtles, it was like, it was just me in my room. (laughs) 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 But it was, it was, it was that like, I just closed my door and I was, I, I played with (laughs) getting worse. worse. I did not. Why did that green day song just pop in my head? Anyway. Um, no, but yeah, there's, 
it's it's just so funny, especially when you go back now and you watch like the toys that made us and some of those things, yeah. or even the you know watching console wars. I started watching it on a recent flight again, and it's like those those the the business side of Nintendo was brutally cutthroat. They would like strong arm retailers into keeping other. You know, so we're talking like about this family friendly company and it's like, yo, these are ruthless businessmen that made this that that made this juggernaut go. That also charged and, kids how much money for the 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 power tip line? Oh yeah. That was <laughs> you know, my favorite is when Nintendo got busted in court and their uh their apology was a five dollar off coupon. That was literally what they like they didn't. They didn't. They didn't mess around. Burn, burn a hole in your hand. They sent you a pair of gloves, and that was it. Yeah, and I think that was pretty. Like, I think that's like one of those like uh, urban legends that's kind of uh, gotten bigger over time with the whole sixty-four and the glove thing. So, anyway, we're an hour and ten minutes. Thanks, guys, for hanging out with us. If you're here live, we appreciate all of you so very much, and uh, we will see you guys in the next one later.